Do you want to age with vitality, but struggle to get started because you feel overwhelmed? Does fear of failure to lose weight, get stronger, and reclaim your energy for good hold you back from living an active life? If so, you are in the right place. I'm Beate Probst, a health and transformation coach specializing in helping women age healthy and happy despite their limitations. I want to provide you with motivation, insight, solutions, and support so you can finally reach that fountain of youth again and never have to question how to keep your commitment to yourself. Welcome to my Be at Ease Fountain of Youth Real Live Talk Show. Welcome to another episode number 20 of the BID's Real Live Talk Show. And today we're going to talk about a very hot topic, how your age could put you in danger. Two hot tips to not let that happen. Yes, it's a hot topic because in many, many cases, your age determines your outcome. Now, as you know, we broadcast every single week here in the Fountain of Youth Facebook group where women, like I said in the beginning, they transition from a pre-baby boomer era to ageless. Find that fountain of youth. They lose weight, become fit, change their outlook and mindset about all these possibilities of aging healthy. It's beautiful to see. And if that is you, of course, you are in this group. But if you're not in that group yet, please make sure you come and join us. And um, you won't regret it. The women in there are fantastic, supportive, accountable, help each other. It's just beautiful to see. It's at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Fountain of Youth Fitness for Aging Women. So like every week, we're going to give a shout out to a member in our group. And this week, I like to acknowledge Darlene. Darlene is almost done with her 12-week transformation in my GAINS program. That's the Genetic Age Intervention System. And she sent me her update the other day. And she said one of the biggest results that she experienced is since she since she joined GAINS in August, was how much her belly fat actually reduced. She lost a total of seven inch just around the belly, like not even to mention all the other weight, the, the number on the, on the scale and the other inches on her body she lost. But like I always say, progress is measured and it's proof. You took imperfect actions, Darlene, and it really showed. You got perfect results. And I'm really excited for you. I'm going to be on a call with her really soon to, to kind of see where the future is going to take her. So talking about this topic is very important. And we hear the type of expression right now very, very often. 
age right now matters, especially when we hear high risk. And that's all because of this pandemic, because of COVID-19. We hear this expression high risk age group a lot. And because perhaps we are in this high risk age group, it does present a greater danger to to us right now because um but like what we don't realize even though we are in that danger in that high risk group but we might not realize or not be aware of the options and those kind of hidden buried possibilities we have to still potentially age much, much healthier than we ever thought we could. And if you stick around right to the end, um, I'm going to share with you how I overcame that that very issue. Um, and then also I'm going to give you a couple of really, really hot tips. You don't want to miss that. So on the other hand, you, you know, like if we look at the opposite way, you could actually be really benefiting from your age right now as well. So on the other hand, you're in a high-risk group, but because you're in this high-risk group, you're going to have first-hand access to this vaccine that's potentially coming out. And what does that do? It could potentially save you. So you have the two opposites. It puts you in a high risk, but it also puts you in a potential safety zone because of of the vaccine, right? And I remember when I got into that age where I started to get some senior discounts, I was pretty pumped about it. So there, that was kind of like my first indication that my age is actually going to have a benefit. So very interesting. Now, I wanted to, before I dive in, I wanted to just tell you a little bit of a story. The story is that uh, when I met Daniel I was about in my 30s, late 30s, and he had a beautiful husky. His name was Path, and he had some cross-country skis. And so this was one of his passion to go ski cheering. Ski cheering is a Scandinavian type of sport where you put a harness on your dog in front of you, and you also have a harness, and there is an, kind of like an expendable a band between you and the dog and he pulls you usually you go on the river or on the lake and either you follow kind of like a skidoo path or you just kind of go wild and make your own path and he just pulls you and you on are on those two skis it's really really fun so when we uh, got married we were thinking you know, I would love to join him in this kind of sport because I loved watching him. It looked fun and I'm, I'm an active person. I love outdoor activities. And it was something I thought that would be really good for our family and good to bond and just something awesome to do together. And it was really interesting. I got my little puppy. I got my Minyoka Husky. He was the most beautiful, amazing dog. And I trained him, you know, you give him commands to do this or that when they pull you. Got my harness. I got my outfit, got my skis. 
I was ready. It, I was ready. We were pumped. So there I go out my first couple of tries and I realized something. First of all, it's much, much harder than I thought. And you need a lot of core strength. You need a lot of balance and you need agility because I realized very quickly when I fell, how difficult it was to get up. I mean, you have to imagine you, like this dog takes off. They are excited. They're ready to go. They are pumped. And so in the beginning, you get this high speed momentum. Of course, it's going to slow down a little bit and kind of get into a zone. But then when the puppy sees something, it gets distracted. They might just kind of, you know, and, and until you give that command, they might already be, whoops, out of the lane and you plunge right down. <laughs> Full speed, you get all tangled up with your skis, with your gear, and then, you know, your dog is wondering what's going on, coming back, tangling you up even more with the line in between the harnesses. It's a mess. And I fell a couple times and it was very scary because I couldn't even get up on my own. I did not have that, uh, um, that ability to think past the fear of I'm going to injure myself. I'm going to get really, really hurt. So I just realized how challenging that is. It was a defining moment for me where I realized, I mean, when I was younger and I fell on the bike or on the skating, you get up, you shake yourself off and you keep going. Absolutely no problem. But when you fall at, a, at, a, at something, and I loved it. I just was passionate. We had an amazing time together doing this activity. It was beautiful. And I realized that the fear is overcoming me. The fear is overcoming. And maybe you had a defining moment like that where, you know, age defining where you knew that things will not be the same anymore. And if you do, I would love to to hear from you if this is if this has ever happened to you. I'm sure there has to be a one defining moment where you realized this is not the same anymore. And and the same thing, maybe something like that um, kind of is preventing you now now that you're a little bit older, and maybe you had the courage to uh, attempt to join maybe your grandkids an activity that they want to do so you want to join them or maybe you want to do something for yourself and you that you didn't have time to do before and it involves maybe some physical activities that you know are going to be a little bit challenging but now because you want to join those activities you know you need to make a few changes because it's going to require uh, some, you know, it's going to require a few things from you. Maybe you need to lose a little bit of weight to uh, to be 
to be able to move more freely or maybe you need to improve your balance um, like like with me with skiing I knew I had to have a good balance um, and a good core strength maybe that's something you need to do to strengthen your core or maybe you you know you know you're going to need just you need more energy to to be able to keep up with with those demands of the activities that you would love to do and so that perhaps means getting you know taking care of some inflammations that are happening inside you or maybe you're just realizing that your brain fog is just not you know helping you to focus and you're just in general sensing that your body is not functioning the way it should. And the way it should, it doesn't mean just because you are a certain age that your body shouldn't be functioning optimally. So you know in general that you need to improve your health so that you can be part of that activity that you love so much, that 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 gives you so much joy. Now, you know, that thought process of having to do all these things to be for you to be able to join these these activities that you enjoy can be very overwhelming and discouraging it was very frustrating for me to experience the lack of ability to get myself up and the fear it caused for me every single time I went out there I lost that joy and it's like it's like experiencing failing at every single attempt that you make to maybe eat healthier or exercise more purposefully and we start to think that we're just not meant for this um we're not cut out for this it's not going to it's 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 not for us and so that you know might as well give up on those on those goals of joining those activities and just sitting on the sideline and watching and keep watching and keep watching. And you know, this is exactly what happened to me when this fear of falls with all my gear around me, you know, <laughs> tangled up, um, fear of getting injured, which by the way, I think is a very legitimate fear, really was preventing me from enjoying what I knew I love to do. I mean, Daniel was very seasoned with with this activity. He was trained. He was doing this for years. And uh, I know I had that time to put in that practice, but I was scared. I was scared. And it was a legitimate fear for me. It held me back from from just doing that very thing I knew would be such an awesome part of my life together with my family and enjoying spending that time together. So this this is exactly what could happen to you. It could prevent you from spending time doing something you love to do and that would bring you so much value and joy, not just you, but your loved ones around you. But instead, you might be letting, you know, your age and your limitations of or, or those fears like I had hold you back from living uh, uh, this active, productive and enjoyable life that everyone around you benefits from. Now, 
just a moment going back to that fear, uh, to my fear of falling. You know, um, I, I knew that I didn't want to give up and I knew I needed to do something. And so, because I loved it. And it, again, it brought me so much, so much pleasure. And the bond uh, we created between the dog and I, it's like you're a team. They look back at you and you in this zone and you're a team. And, but I knew the risk was just too big and I needed to do something. So I... I was at the end of my of my of my wits and I decided so I just kind of let it be for a little bit and then I because it's a Scandinavian sport I kind of googled again a little bit and I came across this site where they talked about kick sleds and um you, you know, it, we're very familiar with the northern part where you have those dog sleds. They're big and bulky. They're heavy. A lot of people fit in there. But this kick sled was very unique. It was a very um, light metal structure. And you would still hook your dog up on a harness in front of you. But I wouldn't have a harness anywhere. I would just stand in the back, hold on to the handle. The cool thing is it was on two skis so it looked very stable to me this is was one of the first times I had this hope again that there is hope that I can that maybe this is something for me so I looked it up I researched it first of all it was brand new in Canada it was a very expensive piece and one company it's custom made one company was all the way in the east 4,000 miles this way and the other company was about two days drive but expensive, so expensive. I thought I cannot justify that. So I thought to myself, I'm just going to give this a try. And you know how Facebook has those buy and sell. And in the neighboring community that was called Fort Smith, I put a little post out in search of, I put a picture of that kick sled. I put that in search of a kick sled like that. And I could not believe the next day I got a message from a family who had this exact kick sled and wants to sell it half price. I was, I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. So right away, I, I got hope again. So I went to my husband and said, I didn't even tell him about my fears at that time. But I went to him and I said, honey, I am scared. I had a few falls. I'm legitimately scared of injuring myself. And I would love to switch to a kick sled and just kind of use my skis regularly, but with the dogs, use a kick sled. There is one, I told them the whole story about how expensive and whatever. I told them there is one three hours away from here and it's our anniversary. Would you get it for me for our anniversary? And, and he said, yeah, 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 I would. So we drove there. We got the kick sled. I was in my glory. I was so hopeful. Finally, I have something that... I can still do what I love. Now, what is the moral of this story? Let's say if you try to improve your life at the stage that you are at right now, there is a way 
for you. Your vision of the activity that you want to do, the kind of healthy life that you want to live can absolutely come true for you. It has come true for me because giving up for me was not an option, but pivoting and redirecting my steps and gave me so much control. It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable feeling for me. So here are my two really hot tips. Do not allow your stage at your age that you are right now in life to put you, first of all, in a potential danger because of something that might be stopping you from something that you love to do. And these steps are very, very specific and they're very, very practical, something you can do right away. So because when you take action, then you are in control and you have the power to make the changes, the adjustments and redirect that thinking pattern from I'm not cut out for this to maybe not the way I thought, but there is another way. And you see, I did not give up on my outcome that I wanted to have. The outcome was to join my husband to with this activity. I loved it. I had, you have to understand up north in the winter, the Canadian North are rough. And if you don't have something to look forward to, there is a 24 hour, the, the, the daylight is not very bright up there. And if you don't have something to look forward to every day in the winter time, something, an outdoor activity that you love, it's a very sad few months. It's a long winter. So I knew I did not want it to change the outcome, but I also knew that I needed to make an adjustment. I needed to redirect because the risk and the fear of injury was just too high for me. And I wanted to be reasonable. And so pivoting and making a U-turn going still in the same direction doing, not a U-turn, sorry, but a 360 kind of like a a, a, to a, a different direction, but still getting to the destination, still reaching the outcome. So what is the number one hot tip? Create new ways to achieve the same outcome. And that's exactly what I did when I went from skis to sled. I accomplished the exact same outcome of doing an activity that we love together with a different tool, but the same activity. This is the key a different tool, but the same activity. So you can maybe think of ways to do this as well. Let me give you an example. Maybe you have arthritis in your knees and this now is preventing you from kind of, you know, bending a certain way or maybe sitting down on the ground with your grandchildren and playing with them. It's hurtful, your knees. You don't even want to do that because getting up is just going to give you pain. It's going to compromise that knee even more. But what you can do, what you can pivot, what you can redirect, what you can do instead is strengthen your core to be able 
to still do that activity, still get down, because when you strengthen your core, you can use, you can alleviate the, the, the pressure on the knee, you can use the core, use the strength of the core to get you down and come back up without even putting any stress on your knee. So still same outcome, still the same activities that you love to do with your grandchildren's playing, but we're using a different tool, different body part that you're going to use to achieve the same um, outcome. Or maybe you, another example is maybe you always have eaten less thinking that that's the way to lose weight. And maybe that worked for you in the past. And now you're realizing that you're not losing that weight anymore. And so instead, wanting to still have the same outcome, we all need to eat. But why not instead now add certain nutrients that your body needs before it can shed the fat. Same outcome, different tool, but we're doing the same, the same, we're, we're doing the same activity, but we're using a different tool. Very, very powerful. Create new ways to achieve the same outcome. Number two, this one is very simple and I challenge you to do this. I really, I dare you to do this and I want you to know when you have done this. Hit Tip number two, you know, right now, this is a time where it, it's difficult to get together, but you might still decide with your immediate family to go into a restaurant and have a nice dinner. I mean, we can still go in there. We have, um, you know, reduced capacity in the restaurants. You might decide to go for a nice dinner. And so you look at the menu and you're going to choose that most beautiful dinner. You don't even worry about what's on that plate you're going to decide what you want to eat and you're going to be totally okay with that. But there's going to be one key thing that you're going to do before before the dinner comes to your plate, comes to your table. When you order, you're going to ask the waiter to wrap half of what's on that plate into a takeout container and then bring you the plate and the takeout container. I know you're thinking right now, are you crazy? What? <laughs> but I dare you. I want you to try this because what happens when you take make a move like this? You ask your waiter, please. I know that might sound weird, but would you mind wrapping half of what's on my plate in a takeout container? If you feel embarrassed in front of your family, just go back there where the waiter is and tell him in private. <laughs> no big deal, right? Because it's going to take a while until that meal is cooked and you have a chance to let him know, maybe without your family knowing. But why not own it? Be in control. You have the power to choose. You know, doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. And they might think it's a funny, it might think you're weird or funny or whatever, but it's your health, it's your life, and it's your decision to take charge. It works psychologically and physically. And remember, micro progress results in macro results. And anyone that has worked with me knows I talk a lot about micro and macro, micro, all, all the minerals and the vitamins that, that serve your body, 
very in a in a very specific way and those macro uh, nutrients they they keep your body going they give you power so micro progress gets you macro results and i'm just going to give you a little bit of an example um i read about a man the other day who needed to lose 100 pounds but he hated 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 exercise so he started this little micro progress where he started to exercise only five minutes every day. He says, I'm going to stop regardless how I feel. Five minutes, that's all I'm going to do. It's all I'm going to commit to. So that's what he did. After a few times, he realized, oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm already here. I'm already dressed. So why not add a few minutes? And that's what he did. And what happened after a year? He was a hundred pound lighter. Micro progress got him macro results. And that's exactly what would happen to you as well. This could be you with tiny implement implementations and that you could finally start living that's the, the quality life at your age, the age that you are right now. So there you have it. There you have what it means to not put your body your health in potential danger at the age that you are at right now and the two hot tips to not let that happen. So I really hope that this helped you. This, this uh, got you some value. And you know, I if you're not part of our Facebook community as of yet, make sure you come on over and join us. There is so many resources and trainings, free resources, free trainings on how you can start living the best potential life that you would like to live. Just come on over, give it a try and see what we're up to in there. We would love, love, love to have you there. Otherwise, we're going to see you again next week. Same time, same place. And just remember, just remember, train in any size, lift at any mood, and smile. Wish you all a wonderful rest of the week.